Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. If you're anything like me, you probably have that old reliable bra that you always go to, except also may not be looking too good. And you don't know that there's something better out there. I didn't know either, you guys, until someone recommended Third Love to me. Designed for your perfect fit, Third Love uses the measurements of millions of women to design bras with all-day comfort and support. Bras start at $45, so you can find your new high-quality, comfy styles starting at just $45. You guys, this is what's so cool. I took the Fit Finder quiz, and you can find your perfect fit in 60 seconds online. I'm usually a little bit leery of shopping online, but I found my perfect fit. All you do is answer a few simple questions to find your size based on breast size, shape, and fit issues. They have a perfect fit promise. So they stand behind their products. And if you don't love it, everyone can have 60 days to return it. So if you need extra assistance, they have a team of expert fit stylists and they're available to answer all of your questions. Something that I also love is that they have a give back. Third Love donates all of their gently used return bras to women in need, supporting charities in their local San Francisco Bay Area and across the U.S., so Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. Right now, they're offering my listeners of Earn Your Happy 10% off on your first order. So go to thirdlove.com slash E-Y-H now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 10% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash E-Y-H for 10% off today. This is your friendly reminder to take care of yourself with everything going on in the world and with our 
busy schedules and mounting stress of life, it is so incredibly important to have a strong immune system. And with flu season right around the corner, it's also important to remember to take care of yourself. You guys, I use Liquid IV because it helps me build up my immune system. I use it every single day to help me drink more water. And I know that I've shared this before, but I'm telling you, I'm a toddler who needs something in her water in order to make sure that I'm drinking the amount that I need. So the hydration multiplier plus immune support is a cutting edge blend of vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, and well immune in convenient single serving packets. Vitamin C is known to help protect your body and support good health. Vitamin D facilitates immune system functions and improves your daily defense. And zinc, the second most abundant trace mineral in your body, supports your immune cell health and function. So with every single purchase, Liquid IV donates a serving of Liquid IV to someone in need. I love their mission to help better lives everywhere. Liquid IV's new hydration multiplier plus immune support is available at Walmart, or you can order online and get 25% off. So when you go to liquidiv.com, use the code HAPPY at checkout. That's capital H-A-P-P-Y. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code HAPPY. That's all caps, H-A-P-P-Y, at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code HAPPY. I don't believe that people earn trust. I think if you think you've earned trust, then you're really being naive because history doesn't guarantee future. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome back to the show. And we have something so exciting for you. Chris and I have decided to bundle together all of our e-courses and give you an early holiday gift. We are calling it the Holiday Bundle. And it's going to include Chris's The Money Principles, Aligned, and The Bliss Habit. So The Money Principles are all about helping you create the mindset and understand how money works and setting you up for financial success. And we all know that we can use a little bit more of that this year and in the next coming year. Also, we have Aligned, where it is all about aligning your life with your goals, your money goals, your life goals, your relationship goals, and your tribe goals. And it's going to help you get really clear and focused on what matters and getting rid of those limiting beliefs in your life around those blocks and upper limits. And then we have The Bliss Habit, which is a course that I made years ago, but is really going to help you get into that place of flow. You guys, if you want this holiday bundle at a crazy low price, we're actually only giving it away next week. So if you want it next week, we're going to be texting you. You need to be on the text list. It's the only place you're going to be able to get it. I want you to text the word bundle, B-U-N-D-L-E, because we're giving you a holiday bundle. And you need to text the word bundle to 310-496-8. Six three. Text the word bundle, B-U-N-D-L-E, to 310-496-8363. And I'll be giving you all of the details on that. It's a really small window, but we wanted to make sure that the people who really wanted to start their year off with a bang to really create what they want for this next year, that they got this holiday bundle now. You guys, I'm so excited for today's podcast. I have somebody who's been on the show before. And you know, I love talking about solving problems, better ways to solve conflict. And you guys, I've had Adrian Kaler on the show before, and I loved our conversation. He's a leading 
engagement expert, and senior partner at the executive coaching firm, Take New Ground. He coaches executives and entrepreneurs in the art and science of leadership for themselves, their teams, and their clients to create new, unprecedented results and experience fulfillment in their work. So whether you have a business or not, you're going to love this conversation because it is all about conflict uh, resolution. So with that said, you can use this in your relationships, in your work life, in everything that you are doing. He's the founder and senior partner at Take New Ground, a leadership coaching, training, and consulting firm based in Los Angeles. TNG partners with select executives and organizations to get the results they want by creating the culture they need. He's the co-host of two engaging podcasts, Raising the Bar with Dry Bar founder, Ali Webb, and the Naked Leadership podcast with TNG senior partner, Dan Tuccini. Drawing on his background in philanthropy, ministry, activism, and medicine, he thrives in extreme environments and finds comfort in difficult conversations. Oh my gosh, we could all use more of that. In fact, his passion for human performance has taken him around the globe, serving people in times of crisis, transformation, and stalemates. Over the last decade, Adrian has trained and developed leaders at Nike, Virgin, Hyperloop, One, Jenny's Ice Cream, Oprah Winfrey Network, Gavin DeBecker, and Associates. Prior to his work as an executive coach, he was the founding executive director at the Cornerstone Project, a grant-giving foundation that supports positive life transformation and spiritual reconciliation for the incarcerated. You guys, literally, I'm so excited about this conversation because if we become masters of really being able to move through conflict. It is amazing what you are capable of doing and what opens up. Not only that, but to feel more ease and flow in your life and not get so stuck in these conversations that usually stop us. So let's get started. Adrian, I'm so excited to have you back on the show. Yes, like Lori. Join the you. list of my favorites who I keep bringing <laughs> on over and over. Like I have this probably like five to eight people that I'm just like, anytime you want to come on and have a conversation, let's do it. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> I, I, I have been so overjoyed to get to know. I mean, our first our first podcast we did together was the first time we'd ever talked. Oh, that's right. right? And then we so we got to know each other in a very intimate way during that time. And then since then. Um, got to know Chris and we just got to hang out for the first time in person last week. So, and you guys have, were huge, huge. I mean, we, we, my team reached out after we got to know what you guys do, reached out and asked for a bunch of advice and you guys freely gave it with, I mean, I was saying this to have said this to you multiple times, but just so your listeners, I had an experience after our first meeting with you guys, I literally, I don't remember feeling so full mm. after a meeting. And I don't mean that just with knowledge, of course, with knowledge, but really just shocked, blown back by the generosity and spirit and expertise. Both are important, but like belief and advocacy and expertise. Like you guys are both the yin and the yang of that. Like you really champion people and you know how to know how to help them. I mean, we were students of yours on that call and you guys were, you know, giving away the store. And anyway, so it's very, anyway, thank you for how you show up in the world. Seriously. Oh my thank gosh. You. Well, thank, thank you. you. Um, yeah. It's always an honor to get to work with people that you know will just implement and you know are ge- like you guys are geniuses. You're already in your zone of genius. You're just now you, you know, pivoting, you were pivoting onto something a little bit different than you'd done before. Um, yeah. And we have literally had people um, invite us to all day free masterminds with them. Like it, they have blown our minds. And I'm telling you, anybody who's listening, if you want to know, we talk a lot about, right? I'm doing this, this light pink, like summit webinar ish thing right now. And one of the biggest themes of every single like entrepreneur or business builder, anybody who has anything is like, you got to just nurture relationships and give back and like see yeah. those other see people who have that talent and like show up for them because yeah. it always 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 comes back even if it's just for you even if it's just for Chris and I like oh my god we made a friend or these people are geniuses or it's so much fun talking to them but we've also found like it's we end up either doing business with people later or we end up just like having new friends or new people who yeah. really stimulate our minds or you know cuz 
we see people that we want to be friends with because we're like, they're brilliant. They're smart. This is such a compliment. We'd have so much fun hanging out and having elevated conversations. And I think, honestly, that's why people love listening to this podcast and why I love listening to podcasts because I'm like, yeah. I feel like I can be friends with these people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like, you know, I was really late to watching the show Billions. Okay. Yeah. Finally, finally, I jumped into Billions during COVID. I've already crushed the entire thing. Yep. But I listened to Brian Koppelman, the writer, he's the co-writer of Billions. I listened to his podcast huh. way, I don't know, eight years ago, whenever he started it. The moment with Brian Koppelman, you should read, listen to it if you guys haven't. He's great turnaround story, lawyer, you know, didn't like his life or whatever, decided to jump off, you know, jump off and start become writing uh, movies at the age of 35 or something, yeah. uh, which nobody yeah. does, obviously. And then his first movie was the movie Rounders, which mm. is an amazing movie. Yep. Anyway... I felt like I'm watching Billions and it's like my friend did it. You know, it's like, Brian, that was so amazing. Great song, Brian. I mean, I'm like so proud of him because of my relationship with him from, the, from all the long form interviews he's, he's done. Well, I feel like, you know, we're friends. Oh, we're not I totally know that. We're oh, not friends. Sure. Yeah. So did you, okay, let's be honest. Did you like DM his Instagram and say, hey, I'm so proud of you? <laughs> I have not, but I should, I should, I really, it's nice to hear, you know, that's, you know what I'm writing you it down. What? This what is my today tonight. list. <laughs> this is my today list versus my to-do list. Um, you give that compliment. You don't hold that back. <laughs> that, that's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, but I was thinking, I was thinking about, I mean, you, you illuminated a principle. I think it's really important that I see people miss all the time. Mm. And I think, I mean, what you and Chris really do beautifully is you are naturally and probably naturally, but also by choice, uh, you know, humble and generous, like Mm -hmm. both of those things. And so many people that are getting started out on anything, I think, especially, I don't know where this came about. They'll blame it on the generation, like gen millennials and all people, older people blame it on the younger people and how entitled they are. I don't think so. I think it's, I don't know where it's from, but the whole like, I will do it if I get paid. I'll do it if there's a return. I'll do it. And that kind of mentality, uh, first off, doesn't work most of the time um, because you're not big enough yet or you're not whatever enough yet. And so to ask them to get paid, it's like, what? Go take a walk. Number one. <laughs> but number two is, you know, you'll miss out on so many things, you know, so many opportunities and relationships that could happen if you were there to give something. Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. and let alone like just that practice as a human, I'm actually there to think, I don't need to think like less of myself, like be depressed, but I don't need to think more of myself, like be grandiose, like humility. As I hear people talking about, it's like right size, like be right size. Like, Hey, here's what I have to offer. And here's what I don't have to offer. Here's my deficits. And let me go see who has something to offer what I don't have, but then to go in and then be there as a contribution. I mean, that's what you guys are Mm -hmm. always. That's, that's really what nailed me during our time together was like how much of a contribution you guys are committed to being. Oh my God. Well, thank you for that. Um, that just, I, so my love language is words of affirmation. So we're going to replay that one when we feel bad. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, this whole, just the, the whole beginning of this conversation, I hope that people, a lot of times there's so many questions before there's even like a business or when there is a big launch or, um, with even what we're going to talk about today. And I always think that simultaneously while building the business, you need to be putting just as much energy into your relationships with no expectation. Because I think people feel the intention behind it. And of course, it's okay to get excited about it if you're like, this could be a freaking epic partnership. But never having this feeling of like, this has to happen. It's just like, I'm here. This is what's going down. I'm enjoying this present moment and these interactions. And if it stays this way, I'm so happy. If we move into something else, awesome. And that has been an art to just even like learn and settle into of, and I think that is like, I think behind it is like presence, right? Like just being like accepting all that is right now with no, like, I don't know, no expectation of what needs to happen. It's like a trusting. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I mean, because there is, there is some scarcity and desperation and you can smell that on people. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And I can feel it. I can feel it when I'm like that, you know, like. For sure. You know, I'm, I'm trying to land a babysitter for tomorrow. Um, <laughs> mine dropped out. And there's one came over to like do a little interview. Yep. And she probably, I was holding back. I didn't want her to know how much, what she could have said, I'm $50 an hour. I'm like, okay, you're in. Um, exactly. This podcast anyway, will go out after that. So <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah. 
the point is like people can feel the de- you can feel the desperation and yeah. you, your your world gets a lot smaller and it gets naturally much more selfish if you're desperate, right? Because you're mm-hmm. out for survival. Because like, mm-hmm. now it's like I'm here to get my needs met, and that's a very distinct way of looking and being in the world. And you know, people can sniff that. Like, what's this guy up to? They won't know it, but their intuition, like they're all the mirror cells, they call it. You know, in our in our in our neurology, we can pick up when somebody's off. We don't know why, but we, we mirror other people. So when we're trying on what how somebody else is showing up, our intuition knows something's off with this guy. And it's usually selfishness. It's usually mm. like self, you know, just the self-focused. Mm. And that's what happens when you're desperate or when you're scarce. But to, you know, to your point, when you're there to see what, not what needs to happen or what I have to have happen, but what might want to happen or what are the possibilities are. Oh, I love how that. Do I, how do I help the, the other person win? If you just start that, like, how do you hard to help the other person win? You're yes. not only do they like you because that feels awesome, but you're actually a different person. You show up as a generous person in the conversation. And, you know, when you're around generosity, you get, you, you just feel better. You're mm-hmm. warm, you're deescalated. You can, you know, you like, you trust the person, um, you know. Yes, um, I love that you bigger. said, show up for what wants to happen. Like there's a plan okay. in place. And when you, I, I, I personally think when you surrender to it and you show up as that person, like thing, those things are going to just, they're naturally going to happen or they're not. Yeah. So as long as you're showing up as your highest self and like really, you know, giving your gifts as well. Like, yeah. I think that's huge. I think, um, you know, when we don't give our gifts, because if you have so much to offer and you're not helping people, that's actually painful to you, right? Not using your gifts. So let's get into this because yeah. you well, have can I, got... Can I say something real yes, quick? Yes, absolutely. Because I, 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 I'm in, I mean, I, I like the showing up as your higher self and, I, and that's an aspiration. Of, probably everybody listens to this, wants that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking about, and this would be a lesson probably for myself over the last four years of my life, is if I can't be my, what do I do when I can't be my highest self? Hmm. You know, in a moment, I can't is a strong word, but mm-hmm. let's just say I want to be my highest self, but I'm not feeling it. Yeah, been there. Then, <laughs> right? Um, and, you know, I mean, it happened for me this morning. Allie and I are getting ready and we're doing a couple different podcasts this morning. And and I was just telling her, oh man, I'm stressed this morning. Mm. I'm like oh, feeling overwhelmed this morning. She's like, what, you? You know? And it was just good to just say it. Good yeah. to say, hey, this is what's going on for me. Just with like all the stuff that was happening that was in place, but then all the stuff that's happening in my personal life and trying to get the kids stuff figured out and blah, 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 and the school and all that. I mean, anyway, I think yeah. I think this moment in time we're in is is maybe at a pinnacle point complex. Yeah. And if you're like me anyway, you know, your brain can be 50 places at the same time and that it's hard to get through the fog and get to kind of how I want to feel and how I want to be in the world. And I only say this because I know for me, I need to hear sometimes, you know, buddying up to the self that's available is also, also works. You know, like if I can just say, Hey, it's good to be with you, man. I am, I am scattered today. Yeah. There's some, something about like, it's a confession, only a conf- only feels like a confession because we all have this like high expectation on ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, especially if you're in a service or oriented role, like you are, like I am, like, I got to feel like I'm the guy with like the energy <laughs> and the clarity yeah. and the conviction and the articulate and all that. It's okay to just be where you're at as long as you own it. Because mm-hmm. if you don't own it, you'll fake it you know, trying to be someone else in the moment, but there's something really attractive and I'll stop. I know I'm talking a long time. That's what it's there's for. Some, so we're there's good. something, well, I just, I'm obviously I'm in some ways talking to myself right now, but <laughs> there's something really attractive about someone that owns their whole being, like owns mm. their light side, owns their dark side, owns their, you know, best intentions, owns their crappy intentions. Someone that can like really dance with and own all of it and just put it in language and actually it becomes a connection point. Mm-hmm. To someone else, I know that's that has um, is my occurrence when I actually say, "Hey, I need some help." Yeah, um, man, my relationship with that person gets stronger, which yeah. is contrary to what I think it's going to take to make the relationship work. Usually, I think I got to be the strong one or be the service oriented one. When I let myself, when I just acknowledge the needs that are here, other all of a sudden people want to engage. Oh God, I it's. It's 1 million percent true. And I think sometimes there's this mix when you're especially 
in business to like look like you have it all together all the time right. for sure right. right and that's what so many people are afraid of of even putting themselves out there what stops people is like do I have to look perfect? I have to look like I know what I'm doing. I'm like, you just started. You're totally going to fail in front of people. But I know for me, just how you, just exactly what you said, like the vulnerability. Um, I had so much trouble connecting in my 20s uh, with women. That's why I wrote a book on friendships <laughs> because I was like, this is really hard. And right. I thought that by me, and I feel like we're really similar in this vein. So it, yeah. from what you just said too, I thought that in order to be valuable in my relationships, that I had to be adding value all the time. So it was so, I wasn't allowing myself to, like people would be like, how are you? I'm great. How? Let's talk about you. So then I was like <laughs> never feeling connected to people. And also yeah. I was starting to get resentful of some of these people. It's like right. they never asked me how I am. And looking back, they were asking me. I just didn't tell them the truth. And yeah. so you're 1 million percent on like, it's actually the people that I'm really connected to now in my life. Like I have no problem being able to be like, hey, today is totally crap. Here's how <laughs> I feel. It is hard. I feel anxious over this. Um, you know, I got this crappy email. I just need to talk about it and get it off my chest and, yeah. you know, all these different things. So I think that's so powerful. And I, for what you do and for what we're talking about today, I think it's a, it's a superpower, right? To also be able to connect in that way. Because I think yeah. when people just gloss over everything, a lot of people are like, wait, what's going on underneath there? Like, I'm, I'm scared when that's going to go off or <laughs> whatever right. that yeah. looks like, because it probably will at some point. Yeah. So you have... Well, um, I, I, know that, I know that anybody that I meet that's like, I call him a nice guy, like really works hard to be the nice guy. Yeah. He's full of anger. <laughs> Most of those guys are really full of anger. Yeah. But they don't, you know, because it's like the shell. And there are a lot of authentically nice people, you yes. know, and, and I think we're all, not all, but most folks are like, are authentically nice at times. But if somebody's trying real hard to be super nice or things are great all the time, there's usually some, I mean, I only know this from experience in my own life too. When you're trying real hard to make it look good, it means it's really not good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so, and I, um, I mean, part of the, the work that's come out of meeting with, with you and Chris and the focus that's come out of it uh, has been really helpful to kind of put some more language to that, mm. um, you know, because I'm a bothered person by nature. Mm. I'm bothered. You know, I, 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 I think I a lot of people just said, I'm so glad he said that I'm freaking so, bothered right now. Too. I'm bothered. And you know, it's like, I don't know. I don't ask my brain to wonder about stuff or worry about things. It's just happening. You're a survivalist. You know, I'm a survivalist. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. And, you know, prone to like have an opinion about how I want things to be. And I think leaders are, are bothered people. Mm. You know, if you're going to start something, you start something for a reason. And a reason yeah. is something doesn't exist that you want to exist or something should exist or there's or a, something you know, bothers you and you want to change it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Whether if it's in the, you know, you know, uh, commercial sector or in the, pri the private or like the uh, like nonprofit, like I've heard somebody, an old guy uh, said like a, like a holy discontent, like a, mm. something must happen here. There's something yes. that I want to see happening. So. You know, leaders are bothered folks, mm. you know, and, and so I connect with that. Yeah, I love that. And you've created a lot of um, solutions around uh, leaders who are challenged right now, who are going through a lot of challenges. And let me tell you, they're always challenged. But I think especially right now, um, you're adding pivoting, you're adding the challenges of just figuring out what the hell to do with your company and your business and yourself. Because what a yeah. lot of us aren't talking about too, you know, especially people who I think are good at, you know, showing, just continuing to show up even when things are hard is that yeah. in the background, we're, we're energetically getting really drained right now because yeah. of all of, we're mourning the loss of a life that we thought the way we thought life was going to be. Um, right. and I think that that's energetically just like draining the crap out of people along with putting people on edge along with you trying to be now like super strong for your team, whether that's one person, three people, 20 people, 50 people, whatever that looks like. And now you're yeah. doing this. Now you're trying to do this virtually for the most yeah. part. That's so nice. you talk so much about, um, you know, how to have a cohesive team and conflict with your team and communication with your team. And I know that yeah. you've created like the ultimate free training, you guys. First, before we get into it, because we're going to touch on some of the points, um, I just want to tell you, you can go to frustratedfounder.com right now and you can get the free training 
uh, that we are going to walk you through, uh, not step-by-step because you're going to want to go and take it, but we're going to talk about each point on there. So who, like, who do you, who is this for? Who do you focus on and who have you worked with before? You know, who I've worked with before, I worked with lots of different types of people. You know, I've been at this on my own and then having business partners at time. I've got an amazing business partner that you've not met. Oh, you have met. You have met Dan. Yes. Um, oh, he's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's a sage. I joke, Dan is like a, a combination. If, if Yoda and Mother Teresa and Tony Soprano had a baby. Yes. Oh my God. Dan's yes. You know, he's a lover. He's really wise and mysterious and he'll knock your, you know, he'll hit you in the, with that yeah. ball pen hammer in the, in the knees if he needs to yep. for your benefit most of the time. Um, <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> but anyway, I've been, at, I've been at this for 10 years. So I've worked with lots of different types of people. And this, I would say the sp- specific coaching paradigm and approach. I mean, I've been doing leadership stuff for a long time and was a pastor for a handful, for many years and nonprofit uh, philanthropic leader for years. And, um, and the uh, ICU nurse for years before that, and mostly pediatrics. So like leading people through crisis has been, mm. has been something that has been interesting to me and a place that was so meaningful uh, wow. to me. So it, it, no matter what the context was, I was always interested in like getting in there, mm-hmm. like go towards the fire type. And I'm, that sounds cool. I don't mean it like that. Just whatever, for whatever reason. <laughs> it for is whatever pretty reason, cool though. That's a pretty big like, deal. That's a pretty awesome superpower to have. That's why I think what you do is, that's why I think it's so important for people to learn this and learn what you do because you do make it like, oh, this doesn't have to be so bad because it's uh, hard. Yeah. For whatever reason, I think I'm crafted that way. And for a long time, my intensity seemed like a problem, mm. even to me, and seemed like a problem to lots of people in my life. And it was, you know, for <laughs> people that, that, you know, and I get it. Yeah. Um, I'm intense or too serious. I was always like too serious as a kid or like mm-hmm. an old soul or uh, would you relax or, you know, yeah. uh, anyway, but as I've be- matured I've, and as, as I've like adopted, that's this side of myself, the intense side. And like the, the part of me that just wants the real conversation, like what's really going on, mm-hmm. you know, like, like the real deal. Can we get to it? What's, yeah. you know, yeah. what's the, you know, let's get, let's jump, like, let's scuba dive, not skip on the surface type thing. Mm-hmm. Cause I can't turn that part off as, but anyway, yeah. point being, as I've adopted that side into myself and not ostracized it, it ended up really showing itself up in this type of work. So in the beginning, I was working mostly with solopreneurs, small business owners. I liked them. I was the age of most of them. Um, when I first got started, I started this when I was 30. Um, and so most of them were solopreneurs running hundred K to 500 K business. And yeah. I got, them. it was them and a spouse or them by themselves or them with a, a very small team and of, you know, contractors and they were doing, you know, whatever, like those shapes of businesses. And I loved working with them because they were scrappy and hungry and, and, you know, the, the business rose and fell on their capacity. And that was fun. And then got into, we got my first corporate client working in the, cor- uh, sorry, in the corporate world for an international architecture firm, just because I volunteered to go in and do like a two hour free lunch thing. You know, like one of those to the point earlier, Hey, would you come in and do this thing? Yeah. Is there any money? No. Okay. I'll come do it. As long as, <laughs> as long as the influential woman or it was Katie, as long as Katie's in the room and I can meet with Katie afterwards, I'll do it. And yep. I did it. And then it became a whole bunch of work. And immediately I was coaching 14 vice presidents at this international architecture firm all over the globe, way over my head um, and doing these trainings and, you know, figuring it out. Yep. Anyway, but over time worked with, uh, you know, all very relationally, you know, built stuff. So working with Nike and doing lots of work with their marketing team, mostly in the creative leadership team and um, most on the East coast to their, at their New York headquarters. um, And now up in Portland, getting to work up in the Portland area, which is great. And a Mm -hmm. whole new, Marina there, coach, founder of Hyperloop here in LA and Jenny from Jenny's Ice Cream. and Oh, oh my God. One of my, sorry, I cut you off, but I literally, my co-host that I co-host a show on here with, yeah. wears a Jenny's Ice Cream sweatshirt pretty much every day. So I'll have to amazing. tell her. Jenny, like we're Jenny one person apart. is amazing, amazing <laughs> leader, amazing woman, amazing being in the world. She's, anyway, so I, I, I love working with all types of folks, but all my folks got to have some kind of, they all have some kind of angst to them, some kind mm. of, some kind of desire. I mean, I, I think on my Instagram, it says, you know, coach only for the rest, for the restless and relentless. I think that's what I put because <laughs> I like both of those qualities. Yeah. I like people that are restless, they like resonate. they got to get up 
you know, <laughs> like, like they really want every day to matter. You yeah. know, that's a restlessness and people can worship contentment. And I get it. I mean, I get mm-hmm. the desire for contentment. People seem like contentment is like the goal and that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I like people that are about, I like people that are restless. Like what do we want to see happen? I mean, something for even myself, when I've got that kind of frenetic energy, it's a little much for me, but I like people that are restless and they're, mm. they're people that are relentless. Those are the folks, I mean, you know, that people that want a challenge. I think so that's anyway. people who are listening on here. So yeah. I think they're probably pretty excited about being able to, <laughs> to take this too. Um, and you have an opportunity on your site to coach with you, which is so yeah. cool for free, like a yeah. free coaching session. So on this podcast, I talk a lot about mental health and it's because it is top priority. It's not a luxury. It is a necessity. And guess what? Taking care of yourself doesn't have to break the bank. Investing in your mental health has long-term benefits. And with Talkspace, it can actually be affordable. Change is constant, but in this new version of normal, it feels like there's always something to grapple with every single day. So Talkspace Online Therapy, you can actually connect with a licensed therapist for a fraction of the price of in-person therapy. So you get matched with your perfect therapist from the comfort of your own device, and you can reach out 24-7 whenever something is on your mind. And we know that's the most important time to connect with somebody. So Talkspace costs about the same amount as a single in-person session for the entire month. You guys, it's affordable. It's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist 24-7 and they'll engage five days a week. The bottom line is we all need someone to talk to and Talkspace wants to give us the support we deserve at a price we can afford. So as listeners of this product, you can get $100 off your first month on Talkspace. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code Lori, that's L-O-R-I in all caps to get $100 off your first month and show your support to the show. That's Lori at Talkspace.com. With that said, I want to talk about these five things. Let's see what we can get through. Hug the cactus. What does that mean? Yeah. Hug the cactus is an old idea from what they they call the desert fathers. They were like the early um, religious Christian uh, leaders, actually, that were. And they they talked about it. I think it came from Thomas Aquinas, but they talked it. I don't know. Maybe Augustine. Who knows? Anyway, (laughs) the idea is this, is that. Uh, they said, hug the cactus. Like whatever you want to run away from, oh. you must embrace. Oh, say that again. Like, whatever you want to run away from, you must embrace. Mm-hmm. And there is a, like, so that's why they call it hugging the cactus. Cause mm-hmm. we want to run away from it because mostly, you know, it, it occurs to me as a threat or something, some, it connects to the shame story I have about yeah. myself and what's wrong with me or some judgment that somebody gave me a long time ago or what Adler would call like a life lie, like the thing we're scared to death yes. might be true about us. You know, I don't know anybody that's a top leader that doesn't feel like an imposter at times. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like, Oh, I hope they don't find out. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. Or I totally. hope they don't know. Yes. I've got all this history, but I've never done this before. And I'm scared to death. Oh, preach. Or, <laughs> you know, right. It's like that, that, you know, so that's yeah. like the, I hope they don't find out I'm a fraud. Yep. And that's like, you know, anyway, the idea is whatever you're insecure about, you know, that's what you go try on. It's like, okay, go get close to it. When I'm, I'm usually talking with this about people are usually frustrated because there's a conversation or a relationship that they're working really hard to avoid. Mm. And at some point, and, and, and I mean, they know it, everyone, every leader knows it for sure, that I can't keep letting this happen. Like, and I'm pointing to the back of my head, people can't see me. But there's some conversation somewhere oh, yeah. where it's like, I'm going to get to that. And I'm, I'm at some point, I'm, I'm avoiding it. And then I know I'm avoiding it. And then I'm trying to justify avoiding it. Oh, God, it. I have one right now. <laughs> there it is. You want to talk about it? Nope. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not here. We can do nope. that. Afterwards. Not here. We'll do it later. <laughs> uh, well, let's, let's change the names to protect yeah. the innocent. Um, so, but you know, it's those things, right? You're a leader. You've got a lot of moving parts and there are things that you embrace fully and things you'd rather not. And mm-hmm. at times the things we're avoiding, that's fine for a while, but then at times we need to do it. We need yeah. to 
deal with it. But in the meantime, we spend so much time, all of us do this. This is like a human thing. We spend so much time justifying why we're not dealing with it. Oh my God. Yes. Right. Yep. And it's, it's for, for, for some people, it's, I'm not ready yet. For some people, it's a judgment of them, something wrong with them. For some people, it's like, I'm busy. I'm overwhelmed. I'm going to mm-hmm. wait till I get past fill in the blank. And we just have to, we typically spend a lot of energy trying to justify why we avoid it. And at some point, a couple things, we're going to get our energy back, get our yeah. spirit back to us because we can't, I don't I think it's hard. I'm going to say it something dramatically. I don't know if it's true this dramatically, but, um, you know, I, we can't, I mean, we feel our inauthenticity, mm-hmm. right? When I know I'm lying to myself oh, yeah. and I'm betraying myself, that takes energy and it really haunts us. And everybody I work with, they're all haunted, if yep. haunted by what they know they could be dealing with and they're not dealing with. These are all private conversations. I'm speaking about them like it's like everyday thinking. It's not, but it's like somewhere in them, they know there's something I could be doing that I'm not yep. and I feel bad about it. Or there's something that's a possibility for me that I'm not pursuing. Oh yeah. Both are hauntings, right? Oh dang, that one just gave me chills. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Why did it give you chills? Um, Because I know that I can be right, especially in the position that I'm in right now, I know that yeah. I can be doing the asks and the things that I know are in me and connecting with who I want to connect with. And I'm like hesitating on some of them. So yeah, you, when you said that, I was like, I know those, I already, those possibilities are already in my universe, but I'm literally kind of like, like (laughs) (laughs) like dodging them. Exactly. Oh, I was too busy today. Yeah. That's what it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, good for you. And Whenever I'm talking to a client, when I say good for you, I'm like, oh, that's like honest. Good. Yeah, I love that. Owning it is like good for you. I was like, yeah, oh, you know, I mean, we can only, I mean, we're all inauthentic at some level, right? We Mm -hmm. all are, we exist as wanting to be something we're not yet. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, if we're, I think if we're alive, there's something we see ourselves we want to be, there's some version of ourselves we're aspiring towards. And if we're dreaming, if we're hoping, if we're wanting, we're not there yet, right? Mm. So, you know, it's this dance between, you know, having desire, but as a part of desire, we're going to feel inauthentic because we're not what we hope we are. Oh God, that is like such a cool, that could be a whole podcast in and of itself. Like we all want authentic, like to be our full authentic self, yet there's going to always be something that's like not fully expressed. That's so right. you're going to feel inauthentic, which doesn't feel aligned, even though that's kind of how it's supposed to be, which comes into that like holy, what did you say? Um, discontent. Yeah. Like the holy yeah. discontentment is that dance between like, shit, there's something that's supposed to come out and I'm not doing it. Yeah. It's like a readiness, right? Like maybe you feel like your people aren't ready for it or you wouldn't be loved or you'd be shamed for it or who who yeah. knows what those things are. Well, we talk about it um, and I'm only writing something down to just to show you when I'm at a training, I'll do this chart like this. Uh, there's a vision at the top and okay. current realities at the bottom. And uh, the journey is to get from where we, you know, what we get clear on what we want and then get honest and sober, which usually takes the most work about where things are. Oh yeah. Um, and then this is the gap, right? There's a gap between where we want to be and where we are now. And hopefully that gap is big. Mm. Cause if it's big, that means we have a big vision. Right. If the gap is small, we've usually, what most people do is lower the vision. So I don't feel so bad about the distance between where I am and where I quote unquote could be. Mm. But if we, if we're having an authentic conversation about us, about ourselves and about what's possible in our lives, we're going to have a big vision and we're going to feel the tent. I mean, so that's what, so what happens in the, in the journey, this is why I'm bringing it up is a natural thing that no one connects to the hug the cactus idea is no one can avoid this tension. There's a mm. tension between what could be and what is. And if we're doing it right, and this is what we do in all of our trainings and all of our work is illuminate the conversation about, you know, in the tension, that's where the transformation occurs. Cause I can't, I must transform to presence the next thing, to create the next thing. There's something I must give up mm-hmm. in order to get the next deal. There's a voyage I must take. I mean, speaking about it poetically, but we all know, mm-hmm. I mean, in this one, I got to go hug this cactus to get, the value that's waiting behind the thing I'm avoiding. Oh God. Okay. So takeaways from this one, it's definitely that 
like confronting it, the sooner you confront it, the more free you'll be, the more space you clear up for probably that thing that you're waiting to come in. Um, yeah. It's really, it's really amazing what happens when you have those tough conversations. And I, yeah. I do know that. So coming right up, coming right up. <laughs> okay. So number two, get high. Get high. Yeah. So if you're willing to hug the cactus, like you're willing to want what you got, um, then you get high, right? So we, we say get high is kind of funny, but to get some elevation, to get above what's happening, mm. um, because the view on the, on the ground is very different than the view if you can actually get some objectivity. Oh, yeah. Get above it, right? So in some, in some ways, you have to attach first, like want the conflict, and then you got to detach from it, like look at the conflict, um, which, which how do we do usually, that? Usually, it's been so personal for us. That's why we haven't so gotten close ask, to it. Like, how do we how do we look at it without feeling so emotionally spiked? Well, that you gotta or hang. Is that a part I mean, of it? it's a part of it. I would say. I mean, because there are. I was just in a conversation with a team this morning, and there was an there was a conversation that was happening that is all I could tell was always happening, mm. like a conflict between two of these very top notch, brilliant minds. And they were both disagreeing about what, why they missed the deadline. And I could tell it was a historic conversation only because both parties are very positioned. Nobody's listening. They're just stating this, stating that, right? And I said, hey, why don't, you know, we suggested, why don't you guys take this conversation offline and talk about how, what do we need to talk about that makes this the last time we argue about this? Oh, oh, that's good. You we know? always leave them, room I for said, more conversations. Okay, keep going. Wow. And I, I said, and by the way, you've got a lot of judgments of one another. You ought to just start off there. Like, what? here's what I don't like about you. <laughs> but I'm assuming you don't like about me. Yeah. And let's go both sides. You know, because they're both brilliant minds. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're both top notch. They wouldn't be at where they are in this company if they weren't world class. But they, they don't like each other. And the part of the not, this connects to the, what do you do about all the feelings? You got to, I mean, the feelings want language. So mm. if you give language to the feelings, all of a sudden it's not so personal. It comes out and there's actually a set of concerns. There's a set of experience that you need to like illuminate and offer to the other person. That's where actually why, like if you're offended, sharing the offense with someone that's offended you actually gives a shot to like re-articulate the relationship. Mm. You might find out something you didn't know before. Like you, I, for a year, I've been thinking in that meeting a year ago, you said this, and I'm sure it meant that. And that person probably didn't even remember the meeting. But even if they did, they might have meant something very else. And all of a sudden, you've, you've put yourself in shackles for a whole year mm-hmm. by judging the other person. Because if you're bitter, you're, you're, you've shackled yourself, right? If yeah. you're in unforgiveness, you're shackling yourself. Um, but just by having a conversation, you can release it and let it go. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would embrace the feelings beyond, but, you know, the feelings are typically there to protect you from the real conversation. Oh, dang. Um, I'm guessing that this program also um, helps you kind of facilitate and walk through or at least kind of have a little bit of a roadmap, um, which would be super powerful because I'm like, oh, yeah, going to use you in some conversations in the future just for like when I know because they always they'll always come. Right. And I think sometimes having that facilitator can be so important just to be like, we're you because you're creating a container of like, we're doing this now. Yeah, this is happening. And we're yeah. going to solve it. We're not going to have to have this conversation again. That That's is right. really powerful. And even just going into that with that mindset, that was really powerful for me. Like, right? Because nobody wants to be even having these feelings and thoughts again. Like, That's I can't right. go another day with this irritants again. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, when you're when you're disconnected from somebody, you know that takes energy. Yeah. And and the the beautiful thing typically is, and I have to remind myself of this when I'm disconnected or judgmental of someone or whatever the situation is, is that you know the other person's probably feeling the same way I am. Oh God, that's the that's the truth. Like that's the that's thing the I know, which makes it worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, both of us are like re- really complaining inside of ourselves about yeah. being disconnected, but that might be the most connected thing we have. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, when I do any work with couples, which comes up quite a bit, is hey, the disconnection might be the connection point. Like we both don't want this. We both are unhappy. We both wish the marriage was different. We both wish the business partnership was different. We both wish the blah blah blah. And whatever our, we have a shared complaint that is actually a connection point. Mm. 
And people don't like usually think about it that way because we're busy judging the other person. But if we get off the judgment for a second and connect even in the disconnection, mm. um, that is like a, usually a great, a great starting point for people. Yeah. See, this, this applies to, I didn't even think about it for just even, well, I did, but even for family relationships, marriages, things like that. Um, sure. It's interesting because I w- I'm I'm interested in your um you know who you normally work with do do they tend to like does it show up in their family as well or are they like usually on in one or the other like for me I feel like I can just talk about anything pretty much in my like marriage and some of my like close friendships but when it comes yeah. to um like outside of that like when I'm either working with someone working with a different team um working with you know, our employees, whatever that is, that's the challenge for me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. And I think that's most everyone, right? But yeah. I know it's not helping, but <laughs> I know it's not helping well, by hiding it. Yeah. Well, I think the conversation is really about trust. Mm-hmm. And that at least here's what I make up about what you said is that, you know, with certain people, you've got some established trust. Yes. Um, which is a bestowing. Mm-hmm. Like you believe that if you really blow it with Chris, he's going to He's got room for you. Yes, right? I you do. You can feel blow that. with him. Yep. You can, you know, be off with him. You can be judgmental. You can be snotty. You can be whatever. And he's going to, at <laughs> yeah. some level, yeah. absorb it and say, hey, you know what, honey? Here's what I think you mean. Yeah. And you guys are going to get connected. Mm, um, yeah. And you might, I mean, there's not, and there's not, might not be the trust that's there already with the other folks, especially if, you know, it's interesting, you know, because you've got authority or at least the person, like a coworker that, let's say, somebody that's on your team. Um, and there might, there's, there's some kind of dependency, but dependency is very different than trust. Mm. Trust is, you know, can I really be myself here and you're not only accept it, but you engage it and you want to stay in the conversation and they actually give you the benefit of the doubt that, you know, whatever you bring up and however you bring up, you know, we're aligned enough in a vision that, that however you show up is okay in the moment, right? Mm. Like you can show up weirdly or angry or whatever the thing is. And there's a, there's a, a, a group connection to some vision that says, Hey, no matter what happens here in this conversation, we're going to work this out. Mm. Yep. Um, and you know, that takes that, that is a practice. You know, I don't believe that people earn trust. I think if you think you've earned trust, then you're really being naive because history doesn't guarantee future. Right. But you know, but it does take guts to like sit down and if this were a coaching conversation, great. To, I'd have a handful of questions to ask you, but you know, I'll, I'll talk about it theoretically mm-hmm. now. Is you know, I I'd be curious, like, what am I really scared of is going to happen? Yep. You know what what is that there? Because there that's it's showing up as a fear. That's yes, why I'm avoiding yes. it. That's what but there's it is. probably a legitimate concern, right? I don't want to hurt their feelings. That's a yes, concern. Yes. Um, I don't want them to feel deflated. That's a concern. You know, I don't want to stunt their growth. I don't, don't want, probably for most people, I don't want them to leave potentially. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a concern. I have to replace them and that's expensive and there's time and energy. And so, you know, these are all concerns. You can manage around the concerns, actually speak right to them. Because you mm-hmm. could start off a conversation saying, hey, I really, here's a handful of things. I, I, you know, there's a thing I want, need to talk to you about. Um, there's a handful of things that, why I've, I haven't talked, I've been thinking about this for like a month and I haven't brought it to you here's a few reasons why, because I really love you. I care about you. I like your, I'm making up the whole scenario mm-hmm. by the way, but I, I, I like you here. I like you on the team. Um, you know, so you're really soft on the person. Mm-hmm. And if you do that really well, then you can be really hard on the problem because the problem is like what's happening or not happening, what they did or didn't do. It's not about them. It's about what happened. Yes. Wow. I think that's such a beautiful distinction for people to hear because you can make that, you can, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Like, I don't like the job you're doing and I don't like you. That's not what it's saying. It's really like a beautiful, (laughs) it's a beautiful distinction um, between the two. That is so powerful. I literally was going to write wow on the paper and just (laughs) wow. I think about that. My first uh, coach, Eileen, who now uh, is our VP of client development, um, she's the one that was the first one that taught me that that was 12 years ago. And she was saying like, be hard on the problem, soft on the person. That's oh, become so a mantra good. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was what we talked about today in this high stakes coaching group, the leadership coaching session we had with a very influential company in the, in the U S. Um, we talked about, because these guys are all engineers, 
So they're all head oh, yeah. thinkers, right? They're yeah. top aerospace engineers. And we need to bring heart into the culture. And if that happened, and I'm not a guy that's like, hey, let's go do trust falls and give everybody big bear hugs. I think that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. But the, um, and be a fun experiment. But the, you know, but it's really, you do care about, you care about people enough to tell them the truth. Yeah. I mean, the truth doesn't have to be a weapon. The truth can actually be a connection point because I get you and I get what you're up to. I get what's not happening. And I want to partner with you to make this happen. If, and I'm speaking specifically into the work context is like, if it's not happening, there are reasons why it's not happening. Mm. And, you know, and there might, there might be competency issues, um, or the, or attitudinal issues. Like, you know, for example, this company I keep alluding to, they were startup for a long time. Now they're scaling. Now they're huge. And now they've, they're a sister's big system, you know, and people that are a lot of people that are frustrated have been there a long time. It's a very different world now than it was when they started up. Mm. And so they might actually not want to be there anymore. True. You know, and nobody's given them permission to move on mm-hmm. or nobody's actually demanded or required or advocated for that. They get up for it in this new season, mm-hmm. you know, and if they don't want to do that, it's good to let folks go. Yeah, that's true. That's another thing that, you know, people aren't realizing is happening in their company, especially if they're newer or they're growing super fast. It's like, you could have completely changed into something they don't want to, you know, be working for any, any That's longer. Right. That's so right. huge. Okay. That's how right. how you doing yeah. on, how you doing on time? Do you feel like we can? I'm good. Okay, cool. Um, okay. Tell I'm, me. I'll actually, I, I do have a three, unfortunately. I just hit. Just oh, hit no me. worries. So what we're going to do is yeah. we've got three left. We're not going to cover them here, but we're going to say one is called double click. Just tell me what that even means. Sure. Double click is to get in the forensics of really the details of what's happening on both sides of the equation. Okay. So, so yeah. So after you get the elevation, you got to get actually into it to understand what's happening. It takes some, it takes, at least my view, there's a certain, there's a certain type of questions that will reveal what's really happening beyond the symptoms into the cause. So that's what mm-hmm. double click is about. It's about getting to the source issues, not the presenting issues. So you guys sense. are going to work on, at this point, you're going to be to the source already and then sign your yeah. name. Is that like owning it? Sign your name is, is when this is what brave people do. This is what leaders do. If they're leading well is how am I contributing to the breakdown? Oh my gosh. That's, okay. That's, yep. that's the best news because if I created it, I get to uncreate it. Okay. Uh, ride the elephant. Yeah. Riding the elephant is, is where you actually, cause all this, the first four steps, um, is a way to think about the conversation actually before you get into the conversation. Riding the elephant is actually going and having the conversation. So it came out of just, it happened for me one day, I don't know, years ago now, but I was talking about it. I, and I said to a client, it's not enough to name the elephant in the room. We, people always say there's an elephant in the room. It's not yep. enough to name it. You got to ride that MF or I think is what I said <laughs> on the call, but you got to ride it. Yeah. You know, it's like, and inside that conflict right now is where the treasure is really. But even as a culture, what if we could build the type of conversation inside of our culture that, you know, nothing is off limits. We can talk about anything here. Mm-hmm. There's enough love and enough generosity here that nothing's off limits. And so we ride all the elephants around here. Like yeah. anytime something's bothering us, we just talk about it. And we're not, not for drama's sake, not for, you know, just to go sit and talk and not be productive, but it's like, no, no, no. We just clear the space here. Yes. It's pure freedom. Literally, Adrian, I want to make sure I get you off on here on time. But I have to say, you guys, you can go through his like entire, what is it? It's five days, right? 12 minutes a day. And you can completely be conflict free if you go and do this. So um, it's it's going to be life-changing for your business. Literally, trust me, go and do this for yourself. Go do this for your business because Chris and I see so many businesses crumble over the things that we talked about. I really believe if you can nail this and and um, you know nail the relationships in your company, even in your personal life, that you are going to be successful for the rest of your life. And I think that these are the keys that really teach so much about it. Whether you have a company, whether you have one employee, three employees, no employees, no business, this is still going to be something that's so huge um, that's going to help your relationship. So I would just go and take it anyway. So that is at frustratedfounder.com. You can go sign up for free. Scroll down to the bottom, try my coaching, and we'll send you that. And then we did shoot a course called Mastering uh, Blueprint for Mastering Conflict. So if you want to go in the deep dive, 
um, that's there too. So after, after you go through the five days, it's all, it's all for you guys. And um, anyway, I, I know you're such a stellar community that listens to you and as a part of your tribe. So thank you for all the work that you do, Lori. And it's so impressive. I mean, first time I did this podcast, I was like, just shocked. Just nailed out of nowhere by the generosity of your community. So oh, my, my people are so epic. Like, thank you so much for that. And you guys, just like last time and every time on this podcast, I just, if you could tag Adrian. So can you give him your Instagram handle one more time? Sure. My Instagram handle is weird. I'm trying to get it changed as we speak. It's, <laughs> it's, it's my nickname growing up, A-D-E. And then my last name, K-O-E-H-L-E-R. A-D-E-K-O-E-H-L-E-R. So and, um, love make to chat sure- with you. Yes, absolutely. Go find him. Go follow him. And here's what we always do in here. So tag Adrian, let him know what just cracked open for you. Because guys, this just literally blew my mind, like right down to um, be soft with a person, be hard on the problem. Like you said, so many things that just impacted me in such a big way. Um, So tag Adrian, tag myself, let us know your biggest takeaway because you guys know that I always love to reshare your stories and we love to see who we're actually talking to. And Adrian, I know that you are like, completely love connecting with people on Instagram as well. So make sure you tag him, go find him, go follow him and go take that course if you're thinking about being serious with business. So you guys, until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more. Of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, all I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up With Trent Shelton. And it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. 
That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring, and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers use this and now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com.